You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, welcome to Built for the Stage podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, founder of Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform. If you want to try a free trial, go to the website, builtforthestage.com. Or click the link in the description of this episode and you can work for seven days with your own Broadway fitness coach on an online app. So check it out. No catch, no gimmicks. Builtforthestage.com. If you like Built for the Stage podcast, please rate, subscribe, and leave a comment. It'd be greatly appreciated. All right. Please enjoy this conversation. All right, here we are in, where are we? New World Plaza. We're in the New World Plaza by the Starbucks and this Blockheads thing. Yeah. When I was like visiting New York in college and high school or whatever, I don't know, maybe it really is the cool thing, but like it was perceived as this like the coolest thing you in New York what? City. Back in the day, I think it was the place where people could come and get really cheap, delicious margaritas that would get you drunk quick. Now they're not so cheap. Ah. <laughs> So they've made a name for themselves, good. and now they've upped their prices. Yeah, smart. Hate when that happens. <laughs> um, cool, we're here with Casey Garvin. I don't know if I said that already. He's in King Kong. Is this your Broadway debut? This is number four. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. Sorry about that. Um, tell me one through three, and then I'll go uh, back. My debut was Bullets Over Broadway. Okay. My second show was Disaster the Musical, which ran for about two months. And then my third was Miss Saigon, and then this is number four. Oh gosh, bullets over Broadway disaster! Yeah. What disaster? Miss Saigon. The disaster last two months. Yeah, that's perfect. Okay, yeah, no. <laughs> and then Miss Saigon bullets over Broadway disaster, and then King Kong. Yeah. Okay, so we're here with Casey. This is Casey's fourth Broadway show that he's been in. He's in King Kong right now. He was in Bullets something. Bullets over Broadway. Is that a review? What is that? No, it sounds it was, um, very it was review. a Woody Allen, it was Susan some... Stroman musical. Oh, okay. Bullets Over Broadway. I don't know it. I'm ignorant. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was in Disaster the Musical. Yeah. That ran for two months. It, it sure did. No pun intended. Yeah. Then his third was Miss Saigon. Yep. And now King Kong. How has King Kong been? It's an obvious question. But how has this been different than your other three musicals? Yeah. Well, the other musicals were as different as they were from each other. <laughs> They were still traditional musicals, so Bullets was kind of a fun musical comedy. Uh, Disaster was a 
jukebox 70s disaster movie parody musical um saigon was obviously you know a musical theater opera and king kong while it is still a musical it is not traditional in any way um we have a variety of different types of music in the show and then we have this gigantic puppet and i get to puppeteer kong and as well as dance my face off and get to play a little feature role in the second act which is fun um but what makes it really different is definitely the puppeteering and the fact that our leading man is a two-ton marionette gorilla puppet you the the supporting role you play in the second act what's the character's name fake carl fake carl right i, I love that part <laughs> you actually got featured by the ensemble yeah. list for tell me about that again yeah the ensemble list featured me on their article is um top five uh, I, I'm gonna butcher the title, but essentially it was like the top five kind of featured ensemble right. members of Broadway who in the middle of uh, award season obviously wouldn't get any sort of award recognition, say for maybe a Cheetah Rivera award, um, but they wanted to just acknowledge five ensemble features who stood out to them. Yeah. Which was cool. Speaking of Cheetah Rivera award, you guys got the best yeah, ensemble, Yeah, we got best right? ensemble, which... I felt was very deserved, not to take anything away from any other show, because I think everyone is obviously deserving, but we are doing something above and beyond what our normal call to duty is yeah. for a Broadway show. Yeah. You can consider you could consider Kong a set piece in its own. Like you're moving he's that everything. thing. He's, he's a, a prop, he's a he's, set, he's a he's the leading man. Right. How have because you are a part of the Bill for the Stage fam? How have you physically been able to do one of the probably the most physically demanding role you've ever done, probably, yeah. and still maintain a workout schedule? Well, I think it's actually kind of um, cause and effect. I don't think I would be able to maintain my show eight times a week without working out opposite muscles and kind of keeping everything as strong and as flexible as I could uh, and as even as I could possibly make it. Um, obviously, Go for the Stage is a is rigorous and difficult. I do a lot of kind of pushing forward things in the show, so I make sure I do a lot of kind of pulling back things at the gym as well as my normal workouts. Um, but doing Go for the Stage got me to a whole new level because I was able to work out correctly and uh, level my body out, make it even. Yeah. The other three shows you were in were they all ensemble tracks? Yeah. Yeah, Bullets was very much, um, I had like a little bit of a dance feature in Bullets, but it was very much a traditional ensemble track. Um, in Disaster, I had a speaking role that wasn't a principal, it was kind of another featured ensemble, um, but also danced a lot, and then Saigon was, I was a GI. I had like a funny bit during the Bangkok scene, but other yeah. than that, I was, yeah, very much ensemble. So this was kind of your first year where... You yeah. got some notoriety, you know? That was Yeah, cool. and like I get to still do the ensemble stuff and feel part of that team, but also I get to step out and have kind of my moment for myself. Because yeah. <laughs> um, I'd like to start going into playing roles. And, yeah, I was just going to say, here's to yeah. a breakthrough year for Yeah, you. that would be ideal. I'm, I'm calling the shot. Or at now. least like starting to cover leads and I, I, you know, understand moving up the ladder is kind of important in this business, so I'll definitely put my time in and cover the roles. And then once I prove that I can do that, start playing roles get yeah. a tony award yeah absolutely there you go put it out there <laughs> yeah. put it out there going back to the gym 
Have you always been a gym guy or were you out of shape at some point in your life? I went through a period where I was dancing heavily, so I got really skinny, quote unquote, um, and was in good kind of athletic dance shape. And then enjoyed going to the gym, but wasn't working out correctly. Um, so I had like nice arms and a big chest because all I would do is like biceps and chest and then like run for five minutes and say that I did cardio. Um, so I, then at one point I went through a kind of more difficult period where I uh, wasn't eating well and I was drinking a lot and using kind of unhealthy coping mechanisms uh, and had a pretty bad summer where I gained like 30 pounds. Um, and coming off of that, I kind of had to figure out I had to figure out kind of how to get myself back in shape um, and also make myself kind of happy again. And so I started going to the gym. I started doing like Whole30 and eating better. And suddenly I, I, I noticed a change in myself and that sparked this kind of new um, inspiration for me to live a healthier life. This year for Kong, I knew that I had to start training seriously or like right before Kong started, I was like, I knew it was going to be difficult physically. Um, and so I, I started looking things up. I started reading magazines, uh, men's health, men's fitness, just to figure out kind of what to do. And I still didn't know what to do. Um, and then when I found Bill for the stage, it was kind of perfect because I had an idea of what to do in the gym, but I didn't know how to necessarily put it all together. Um, I didn't know how to time myself. I just went until I was tired and then figured that was a good workout and sometimes I leave the gym not exhausted but feeling awesome and that is just as important as like leaving there in a puddle of sweat right um, every day can't be a knockout punch. yeah and uh, yeah just the journey to like feeling good and feeling productive and feeling like the best me that I could be just yeah I fell I started falling in love with fitness thanks for sharing that yeah, yeah just because I have a lot of clients um, or even just friends that they're mentally struggling yeah and I'm like you just just get started and it's gonna help you in so many other ways than yeah. just physically um, so I hope they're listening to this aside from the four shows you've been in uh, on Broadway what was your journey to get to your Broadway debut how did it all line up for you I grew up as a competition dancer in high school um, and also was kind of like a kid actor did like commercials and stuff as a kid um, and was always kind of auditioning and then uh, the revival of West Side excuse me the revival of West Side Story happened back in 2008 I think maybe later 2010 um, and I was in high school and I fell in love with the show and was like I'm gonna be in that show and so I take like three ballet classes every day and just constantly like putting out to the universe that I was gonna be in that show um, and then I auditioned for it like 17 times and finally right after high school booked the first national and went on the road with Westside uh, did that for a year came back and auditioned for a show called Bear which was um, it was a pop opera off-Broadway a while ago, but then they revived it, and it was just a straight-up musical here at New World Stages downstairs, um, and I did that, and then did some summer stock. That, then I had like a bit more of a slow 
kind of more traditional New York experience, uh, and then booked Bullets, and then it kind of just continued from there. When you're having that typical New York experience of like summer stock, unemployed, yeah. this gig, on what what practices maybe kept you going, or what support systems kept you going to just keep plugging away? Well, that's the thing I think is that I found myself not finding healthy practices. Um, and it ended up kind of then burning out. And then I, I love the imagery of a phoenix rising from the ashes and like totally in the past two years has been my like phoenix moment. Because um, I've worked pretty regularly but have also had like four, five, six months in between all those jobs of unemployment. Um, I found that going home and seeing family was really important. Uh, making sure that I gave myself a set schedule and stuck to it no matter what, even if I was like, well, I have all day, it doesn't matter. It's like, no, you said you'd get out of bed at 10, you said you would read for an hour in the park, you said you would go. It's it's finding activities in New York that you like to do that don't cost money, because if you're unemployed, you, you know, are living on a very small paycheck or no paycheck. Um, and yeah, I. It was kind of trial and error each time, and in the beginning, it got progressively worse, and then later on in the past couple of years, it got progressively better. Uh, I got to do the Broadway Bears photo shoot um, a couple months ago. They, I guess, they had asked me if I wanted to do it, and I had a conflict with time, um, and then someone dropped out, and they were like, "We'll." make that conflict work which I'm grateful for because it was cool to do um, I think you know at the time I wasn't in my perfect fitness goal yet I'm still not quite there but uh, I was proud that I was able to kind of do that as a quote-unquote more normal looking bigger muscular dude as opposed to being that like everyone, completely shredded and everyone you know? was a huge fan of yeah you know I like was huge able to just of. be a goofball too which is cool I they just, put me in lederhosen I was like that's perfect like it fits my personality was this their first year doing that theme the take flight or is it every yeah, year yeah so every year is different a brilliant theme last year it was um, game night which was cool the year before I think it was uh, I can't remember I can't remember um, yeah, but this year was um, take. It was um, Broadway Bears take, take flight, take away, take yeah, oh, take, take flight, something like that. Fly away. Uh, yeah, and something. they went to different festivals around the world and ended with Stonewall for the 50th anniversary. But I got to be Oktoberfest for the the photo. It was yeah, it was really cool. Nice. It was cool. fun. They like filled a fake mug of beer with ginger ale and <laughs> soap foam, and I got to play with Lederhosen. And yeah, they put like four cute boys on my arm and like I did this like funny goofy Gaston type face to the yeah, camera. Yeah, yeah. It was like perfect. On time out, time, time out, out New York. Yeah, they did a top ten uh, quote unquote sexiest chorus boys and chorus girls in New York. Cool to be a part of, and I was like, after uh, you know a year or two, trying to get my body to where I want it to be, to like be able to stripped down in my underwear like at one point i think the photo that i used was just me in a towel like yeah i felt really sexy taking that photo shoot and i felt really proud of the work that i had put in and i was like you know what i'll totally take this if they're gonna say that then sure i think there are a hundred other sexy people who could have been on that list and a hundred people who could have been on another list for like smartest and kindest and wittiest people on broadway but that can also be sexy that can also be that sure can be yeah. um 
there. So it was cool to be a part of. So if you're sitting next to 20-year-old Casey or whatever age Casey, uh -huh. and you are who you are now, what would be something that you would share with him to know? First thing I would say is put in the work. I used to rely on whatever level of talent I had after high school to like carry me through without realizing that you have to continue to grow and change as an artist. Um, and that, you know, if you want to get your voice better, then you have to go to a voice lesson every week. If you want to become a better actor, you have to get into acting class. And if you want to keep up your dance training, then you have to be in dance class every week. Um, and I think I took that for granted. So I'd like to tell young Casey to put that work in. Um, the second thing I think would be to get eight hours of sleep, drink water, and eat healthy. <laughs> because I for sure didn't do that and didn't understand why I was always tired and never in good shape and never had energy to do anything. Because uh, this business is hard. And when you do all those things, it makes the fun times that you totally can have that much better. Uh, so maybe leading that into balance, that like life is totally all about balance. You can't play hard unless you work hard. Um, but you also can't work too hard if you're, if you're not enjoying life. And uh, yeah, I think the third thing then would be to find hobbies outside of theater. Um, because when things are down, you need to be able to have other outlets to put your creativity into, your heart into, your brain into, whether that be, for me in particular, it's, uh, I love, for me in particular, I love to write, um, I love to work out, I love to cook, um, those kind of activities that aren't related to theater. You said write. Right? Yeah, I do. I, what do you like to write? Uh, I'm trying to write a fantasy series, because um, I'm a huge super nerd, I mean, I've got a Harry Potter tattoo. Like book series? Yeah, book series. Okay. Um, that eventually will be turned into a movie series. Um, yeah, I got the idea like two years ago when I was about to be unemployed from Saigon and I knew I had eight months before Kong started. So I was like, okay, that's a lot of time. And I saw this character in my head and I was like, okay, I like him. And then I saw this other character and I was like, I like him. And then I was like, wait, what if he's actually a girl or a woman rather? Um, and kind of have three characters that are all very different that are not... Uh, totally traditional storybook characters but still fit in the kind of fantasy realm of writing and it just started yeah forming in my head and now i i really enjoy it it's you know who knows what'll come with it but it's my like outlet of creativity when i'm sitting on the train and want to just like write a chapter that comes into my head how far away from how far away are you from a first draft i'd say another year at the very least i think i need to like take a month to sit down and like really write because I have bits and pieces of chapters I have bits and pieces of maps that I've created and is languages this, that I've is created. Is this like a half inch book or is this like a four this inch book? This is like well it'll probably be four books and each of them will probably be like an inch and a half. Okay. Sorry. So so we're going full throttle we're like going full Harry throttle. Potter, In ten years Narnia. I would like to have two books published. Okay there we yeah, go. Yeah it's very Game of Thrones meets Dungeons and Dragons meets Industrial Revolution, meets... Yeah, all of that. Does it have a title? Right now it has a working title of uh, The Four Corners Journey, or The Four Corners Adventure, I'm not quite sure yet. Okay. Um, but that is just like 
the idea of what it's called in my head, but that probably won't be the actual title. Yeah. Cool, Casey. Well, thanks, thanks. for joining us on Built for Stage <laughs> podcast. Happy to be thanks. here. Thanks, fam. Later. And that'll do it with Casey Garvin. Thanks again to Casey for joining us. Once again, if you want to try a free trial, go to the website, builtforthestage.com or DM me at builtforthestage. You can find Casey on Instagram at Casey Garvin, C-A-S-E-Y-G-A-R-V-I-N. All right, until next time, it's me, Roscoe, signing off. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.